You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Shane, what up, homie? What's going on, man? What's up, big dog? How you doing, man? Man, I'm awesome today. I'm awesome, and I'm a little jacked up about this topic that you brought to the table today. Yeah, yeah. Excited. I've been excited, man, all week. I know, man. You know, when you text me and and say you got a hot one, I say, oh, this must be good. And and we had to jump on, you know, outside of our normal recording time to do this one. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. I can't wait to lean in, man. What's new in your world? Nothing, brother. Been on spring break this week. Just um, sitting at the house, man. On spring break, uh, slept in a little bit. Got a little, got a little bit more sleep. But I mean, it's just good being home. No distractions. Nobody around for a couple hours a day. So like, I'm home pretty much from eight to three, every day. Nobody here. Love my wife. Love my kid. But I love that time. But like, okay, so you're on spring break, which technically means you're not working. But the following week after that, you do have to go back to work. So do teachers have to prepare lesson plans over spring break for the following week? Supposedly. That's how it's supposed to work and make sure your stuff, you know, like the real experienced teachers have all their stuff lined out and ready to go, or at least the real prepared ones, Mm. Um, you know, so that but yo this teaching thing man like people think like these breaks you really get a break it's really not a break if you're really locked into what you're doing you know i i I literally had to make the 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 choice that i was going to do nothing school related this school related over the break which i did i haven't done i haven't done anything Mm. but now i'm gonna probably be behind on monday so you know i'll probably take saturday morning to to get my lessons in order and make sure i know where i want to go yeah you know just enjoy the break, bro. My wife and I, we, we joke about that uh, with my daughter when she was graduating high school that, hey, you know, welcome to adulthood where you no longer get summer, winter, or spring break. Yeah. Goes away. You're now, you know, working or doing it, you know, unless you go off to college, you're doing this full time, 24-7. You don't get a break. But you yeah. know what? That's life. That's how it works, right? And I was always curious as a teacher, do you actually get a break as I sit here and think about it? I don't. Uh, I mean, some teachers do, you know, like if you in the classroom and you just teach English, math and science, you may go to, uh, you may go to some professional development over the summer, you know, two or three days at a time. But for the most part, you get your time. You know, we get out of school. Typically I do a band camp right after, like we get out on a Thursday that next week for about four days, I do a camp and then being the varsity basketball coach, we right back in the gym. So you try to play a slew of games you have from, I think you have like 20 days in June where you can play what they call play dates. So you run in play dates, boom, 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 boom. You know, that ends in June. Um, we all try to lift the boys, you know, do summer workouts, the whole coaching yeah. staff be so 
you know, you may take a couple of days and you back there. Then right after you turn around mid July, dang camp, time to roll. <laughs> you know, so you talking about July 15th, July 16th, two weeks, band camp, you know, another week and then you're back in school. So I don't personally get um, much of a summer break, but there are some teachers that, that you can squeeze about a month. You know, when I wasn't coaching varsity, I would get maybe a month. Like my summer was over after July 4th. But, um, you know, now that I'm on the varsity level, there's, there's no summer. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. I always wonder how that go down. Well, look, man, let's, let's not waste any more time. I want to get to this topic. Take us, tell me what blew your mind so we can get to the good stuff. So what blew my mind was basically last week's conversation on um, you would be successful if. But there's something else that's been crawling my pickle that I just want to get off my chest and just say it. And this is, this is to no one in particular, but I think this can help all of us shift our mindsets. Two conversations that I have no interest in having right now. I don't feel like talking about people and I don't feel like talking about problems without solutions. So if you calling me to tell me the, the latest gossip about people, don't care. Have nothing, don't, no conversation. I don't care who's screwing who. I don't care who missed what. I don't care who's going where. I don't care. All right. If you come to me with a problem without a solution, I'm going to listen for a second. Then I'm like, oh, oh, butt kiss. Don't swallow that. <laughs> and I ain't even got no dog. <laughs> okay. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. All right. Like, oh, now what if somebody's coming to you looking for you to help them to find a solution? Problems without solutions. There's a difference if you come in just to just talk about all the problems in the world or if you come in with a problem looking for solutions. You can you can typically tell the difference between the two. And most of us is going to listen and try to give a solution. But if I give one solution, you still fuss and give you two solutions. You still. Fuss. Hey, but kids, don't swallow that. <laughs> why, why is that the dog name i don't know that's the first thing that came to my mind bro <laughs> you know so that that's where i'm at like and it's hard bro it's like like i think last week i talked about the march madness bracket and i mean i'm sorry i just i'm i'm flying in a space right now that i just don't i, I just don't have the bandwidth to to handle certain vibes i just don't like i really just don't have i don't have the bandwidth nor do i have the interest you know now you said it was hard is it because you're saying that that's what's coming to you because i don't i don't find it hard like people don't bring that to me and it part of me part of me believes that people don't bring that type of stuff to me because one they don't see me engaging in it and two there's just something about me that you know I don't want to hear that stuff. Don't bring that to me. So are people bringing that to yeah, you? Yeah, a little bit's coming to me. A little bit's okay. coming to me. You know, um, a little bit's coming to me. I don't want to specify the direction. But, it, it don't um, matter. It's still coming, right? It, That's coming. what you're acknowledging. And That's the I, point. Listen, I work with people for a living. Like, not like, would you like plastic, plastic or paper with that people? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, real life emotions having to get to know people on an intimate level. So you get, you know, you get bogged down sometimes with, with some of the minutiae and the, and the BS. And it's just, I just, I just don't have the bandwidth for it right now, man. Yeah. Everybody, I think everybody's different in terms of 
where they're at in their respective spaces and trying to figure out life. And we all go through the ups and downs of, you know, dealing with life. I think everybody responds to it differently. We talked about it on a, uh, another episode, I think, where we talk about, you know, an event happens, but your response is the key determining factor in what the outcome might be. Mm. And I think a lot of people respond to different events in their lives, some positively, some negatively. Yeah. And they don't necessarily mean harm all the time, but in their responses, it can sometimes be negative for those that are in their circles or that they're around and it negatively impacts those people. Some people I think do do it intentionally. Yeah. And and I mean, it's tough because I'm in a space where I actually do want to connect with people. I want to talk, but if we talk nine out of 10 times and eight out of the 10, if we talk 10 times and eight of the 10 conversations is about who's screwing who. Yeah. 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 We're not going to talk. Bro, we talk. how many times did we talk this week? We talked, Three times in the last two days, right? Does that count text? Even if you want to count them, because most of the times we text because I didn't feel like we, we talked because I didn't feel like texting, right? So we talked about uh, stocks. We talked about New York legalizing weed. We talked about the YouTube channel. And then we talked about um, weed stocks. Like, that's the level of our conversation. It, yeah. it has been, there was, we, we didn't discuss... There was no friend. Hey, how you doing? No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't none of that. And and I mean, it, it comes across as being insensitive, which is not because I'm actually in a space where I would I wouldn't mind connect connecting with people, catching up with people from the past, because I do realize that um, you know I keep my nose down most of the time and just out of the way. Um, for for instance, I just talked to Beans, Bernard. Yeah. About his upcoming autism seminar, we talked about. Um, a business deal that we're working on together and then a business deal that you and him working on. That was the conversation. There's nothing wrong with that though. Like you said yourself, you bring certain things to certain people, which really meant you don't tell anybody anything. Like you said, the the other episode, if I need motivation, I call Vic, right? Okay, cool. I'm the same way. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's probably why our dynamic has been what it is because We've been friends long enough that we know each other and where each other's focus is and what we're trying to accomplish. But I think more importantly behind that, neither one of us wants to impede the other one from making that progress towards that goal. Like we are genuinely happy for each other making that. Or generally in different ways, moving in the same direction. Yeah. So it, it, it goes back to that, you know, you got, I posted something today about Nipsey. Like if you, if the people around you don't inspire you, you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Yeah, I saw that. And it, it, it's kind of like, yo, let's, 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 let's go forward. Let's not cage. Let's go forward. Let's forward our thinking. Let's talk about ideas. You know, if you come in to talk about some marketing scheme that somebody's doing, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Not really in the TV. Don't care. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on in the world, and sometimes I feel bad about it. Yeah, it'll be connected with as many people as I would like to, but again, there's a part of me too that I'm just conditioned to only do it one way. I only know one way to do it. Yeah, you can you can come into my space and into my circle and want to move forward, but understand this is the fast lane. This is like this is like the autobahn, right? Yeah, went over to Germany. The autobahn is like 
eight lanes on just one side. And there's a fast lane, but then there's a super fast lane. And you got to get into the fast lane to get up to speed to jump into the super fast lane. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's people who operate like that. And I try to operate that way. Like I'm going that fast. You are more than welcome to get in this lane with me, but understand on your own, you need to get up to speed. This is the speed. This is, this the, is speed. the speed. And this is how we're going to run. The only time I'm not going to go this fast is when I get out of this lane. Yeah. I've been in this lane. We've been in this lane for a long time. So it's, it's like, I know I feel comfortable here. The first time I, I drove over there and I got in that lane, I was only in it for a little bit of time because I got up to like 140. 150 and got uncomfortable like yo this too fast (laughs) (laughs) and i bet that's how it feels for some people when they interact with us like yo this this too fast what you mean when i ask you like all right what you working on what's your project okay so i'm working on this and i've had people do this they tell me one thing that they working on okay cool all right so let's flush that idea out we talk okay bet what else no i i ain't i ain't working on nothing else what you mean levels (laughs) <laughs> that's that's it right it's, yeah. it, it is that yeah you know with, with, you know which, which leads us to the topic but it's the same thing like with so with spring break where did you go what did you do i'm at the house i'm good like this is where i'm at you know what i'm saying this is I'm, this is this is good so um leads us to the topic of the levels like there's levels to this we hear it like and i think this week it hit me in a real way and a lot of this was um, coming from our conversation last week, um, you said something last week and it was off air and it hit me at the time I heard it and I didn't say much, but I heard it and I was like, I need to backlog that. But then this week I heard something you had made the comment. I had asked you how you was doing and you said, I'm all right, man, just, you know, things ain't moving as fast as, as I want it to move or whatever, whatever. And I've noticed a, a greater in the last probably three or four months, you being more productive, especially in the social media world. So the other day I was listening to that, um, the Black Wealth podcast, Black Wealth Renaissance podcast. Mm-hmm. And one of the folks on there made the comment. He said, um, running and marketing on social media is like working for two years without pay. <laughs> because it legit takes that long for things to catch traction. Yeah, yeah. And, up. and it was in that moment that I thought about that. It went back to that conversation and which lead me, which was one of the things There's a several different things that led me to the comment of, you know, there's levels to this. And, 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 and I think, I don't think people understand, you know, another example, there's a bunch of kids right now that think they're going to play D one football. You've played D1 football. There's levels, for, uh, brother. There's yes, levels, there fam. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. You just ain't going to walk out there. You just ain't, you know, of course, there's that, that odd kid that, that passed the eye test. You may be 6'4", 270, and a coach see you be like, yo, I can do something with this. But that's, those, are, those are dime dozens. Those don't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? When, when, when I coach... When I coach kids, I was coaching at a high school uh, a couple years back down here, and the the head coach is talking to 
he's talking to the DBs, right? So I played DB in college and I was coaching the wide receivers. So it was a defensive, it was a defensive day or excuse me, I take that back. It was an offensive day. I coached the wide receivers. He's talking to the wide receivers. He's trying to get them to be more aggressive, to, to finish the drill, right? All the same stuff that all coaches try to push their kids to do, finish the drill, finish the drill, right? So I'm in doing the drill, I play the DB. And so I'm up in their face, I'm pressing them, you know, I'm doing what I know best. I only know one way. I play DB at this level, this is how it's done. So one of the kids run the little route, I lock him down. He immediate reaction was, man, ain't no dude gonna do that at, at high school. Ain't no, ain't no none of the guys we going against gonna gonna do that. I said, you right. This is what the next level doing. And you mm -hmm. said you want to go to the next, next level. level. This is what the next level do. And so yeah. the head coach got mad. He right. He said he he's talking to all of them. He's like, you see him? He is six two. He said, coach, how, how much you weigh? I said, I'm one ninety five. He said, how much were you in college? I was two ten. Yeah, that's a DB at the next level. That's D1. All of y'all want to go D1? Yeah. Y'all ain't bigger than him now. I'm <laughs> 195 now. He was 210 then. Yeah. These kids and these people yeah. don't understand his levels to this. There's levels to this. And, and they don't know what the go. next level look like. They don't. You know, um, read something this week. They said, and I forget whether it was the average millionaire, the average billionaire. I'm just going to frame it as successful people. Any, anybody I follow that is, is extremely successful. One of the things I know about them that they're very learned. They, they're knowledgeable. And they said that on average, people that achieve at high levels read one book a week. Mm. Levels, fam. One book a week. One book a week. I'm, do you read one, one book a week? No, no, I don't. I don't either. No, I, I read didn't. one book a month. You and, know what I mean? And if we say read, I, I'm an auditory learner, so I got to do yeah. audio book. Yeah, so listen to a book a month. No, I don't. I don't read one book a month. I listen to now. I take in a boatload of information and like content. Con constantly absorbing content. But you know, I guess books are another level, or or or, or is it? We read five hours. I mean, we read a book a week in addition to the content. So I was talking with a guy two days ago, right? And we are talking about side hustles, yeah. right? We're talking about side hustles. And so he was telling me about his. He started a little business. They've been working on, I say little business. I, side note, totally off topic. So I joke with Tasha about when you put little in front of something, it diminishes it's disrespect. It. Yeah, it's disrespectful. You yeah. got your little business. So yeah. let me back up. I didn't mean to disrespect his business. <laughs> Man got a business that him and a couple friends started a couple years ago. And we yeah. were talking, talking about that. It's kind of in a similar vein as a couple of our side hustles, right? So in talking about that, we 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 sharing somehow I I mentioned podcasts. Oh yeah, I got a podcast. He was like, You got a podcast? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got that too. And so then we started talking about, you know, speaking with universities. Oh, you do that too? Yeah, I do that too, right? So I could tell that in that moment, he's like, how are you able to do all of that? And I said, well, probably because I digest a lot of content. I believe in this concept of feeding your soul, mm -hmm. feeding your soul. And although I might listen to one book a month, I'm also right now listening to seven different 
seven different podcasts. Yeah. Seven different podcasts. So as long as you are digesting, I think a lot of content that feeds your soul, you are operating in that similar space as those yeah. successful people. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, I think some of it truthfully is I've, I'm just still maybe not ready to get back to reading because I just finished a doctorate two years ago. And I mean, you know, I have a 140 page document that I wrote and it, I, I, it was so, you know, you get so in, ingrained in reading and, and that kind of stuff. Um, when I finished, I had to tell myself to take a break Yeah, because I was so in the habit. So, no, I don't read as often as I, as I possibly should. But um, I am constantly um, digesting content. So um, I've gave two examples. What else? Tell me some levels. Like there's levels to this. So again, we didn't talk before this. So I'm, I'm trying to picture in my mind, all right, levels to this. If I had to describe this, what does this look like? I immediately went back to conversations I've had with people who've asked that similar question or we've been in that conversation. Like there's levels to this. So in anything, this is just what I believe in what, how my brain works. Mm -hmm. In anything, I think pretty much that there are three levels. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is the entry level. Like everything you do, there's an entry level where you're a novice, you're curious, you want to learn more. You're not sure. And there's this, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's this um, element of caution. Mm -hmm. There's an element of caution. You proceed, but you tiptoe, mm -hmm. right? Because you're trying not to make the wrong mistake because you're in that beginning phase. Like the first flow level. It's like first flow. Everybody got to start at the bottom. Everybody at the first flow, yeah. Even if, even if, like you think about career-wise, even if you get hired in as a manager at a company, you are at entry level into that company mm -hmm. at your level. You have not been there as long as some of the other managers and or people in terms of tenure. So there's entry. The next level is what I like to call the choose level. This is mm. where you build up your callus. Think about working out. You said choose? Choose level. Okay. Choose. Now, here's what I mean by that. The choose level. So you've been doing it for a while. One thing that's for sure, adversity is going to find you if you do something long enough. It's going to get hard. And you are going to be put in a position to where you have to either choose to continue on, choose to do this, choose to press forward, to persevere, or you could choose to exit. Mm. And if you stay, you build up callus. Yeah. You build up that rough, hard stuff on your hand, right? And on your feet that come from constantly grinding and getting after it. And there are a lot of people who get past the entry level they get past that cautious phase because they're still curious. They're excited. They got all that energy and they get to this level and they choose to exit, they especially to nowadays, Ooh. especially nowadays. Me and, me and a dude, my neighbor, we were having a conversation about the college level and the portal, the transfer portal. Yeah. Our kids transferring, just leaving. Yeah. Just going to the next. You don't like it. You ain't starting fast enough. Just leave. Yeah. They, they're not building up any callus. And the thing about callus is, Callous is not for the moment that you're in. Callous is for the future. 
there's going to be something tougher that hits you. And if you got enough callus built up, you'll withstand it. You won't even feel it. But a lot of people don't understand what that callus does for mm. them in the long term. So that's why I call it the choose phase. And yeah. that, that choose phase is the most crucial part of any. Yeah. any that's the fork. That's the fork in the road, as Mr. Ori would say. That's, be, the, that, that's the, the point where you either going to be like everybody else or you're going to go to the next level. Again, there's levels to this. So what's the level after that? There's no, the committed no. level. The who? Committed level. Committed. Because there's a level of commitment when you think about it. Think about you and your profession. There was a level. There was a point where you got past callus. You built up the callus and you are now committed to this. And you know you committed to it because other people identify that in you. You start yeah. to hear it in their language when they talk to you about what you're doing, right? Yeah. Even if what you're doing was a hobby, it turns into a profession based on how, how committed you've been to it. Now, keep in mind, in all of this, I, I've been learning about stocks, right? We've been talking about stocks. And I was listening to an episode of, of my favorite podcast, right? The, the uh, beginning, beginning Investors Podcast, whatever it's called. I got to look it up. But anyway, they said, it's not about what's happening in the market because everybody's worried about the volatility and the risk. The market is always risky. It's always volatile. It's going to always go up and down. What matters is the amount of time in. Yeah. Market, yeah. Right. Not about time in the market. It's about the time in the market. Right. Everybody's trying to time their entry in. And it's not about your timing in the market. It's about mm -hmm. time in the market. That same principle exists in anything you're trying to pursue, especially mm -hmm. trying to walk in your purpose. It's about time in your purpose, time in the market. It's levels to this. Yeah. Commitment level. You got to get to commitment level. Mm. And that's the highest level? To me, that's the highest level. Commitment level. Like, think about it. Commitment level. Commitment level impacts your whole circle, your whole world. Like, I'm committed to this podcast. I'm committed to my career. I'm committed to helping people to be better. So that means my wife sees that in me. My kids see that in me. And everything I do reflects that. They don't question it. So mm. when I say, hey, I got to go record. Hey, I got to go do this speaking event. Mm. Guess what? I don't get no pushback. I don't get questions yeah. about it because it's in the same vein that I've shown over time that I'm committed to. Mm. Mm -hmm. that's the highest level that's what success is the most successful people what would if you looked at them would you say they're committed to the thing that they're successful in yeah that 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 would be that would be the true test of it and you know it's funny you say that <laughs> that's kind of why i stopped going to church and i have no interest in going <laughs> okay, let's explore this Talk to me. Elaborate. Whether because it goes so or not. When I wasn't, um, when you we stopped going because of the pandemic. And that's a whole nother C. That's a whole nother vision. Like, you see how people's reacting to this. Like, you know, I think people were spazzing about the government taking away your rights to go to church. When that was a per per perfect opportunity to connect with people on a whole nother spiritual level. Mm -hmm. So we can't go to the church, quote unquote, the building. How about we be the church? We start going to people. We meet in people's houses. We meet in front yards. We're having Zoom. You know what I'm saying? As we were supposed to. As we're supposed to. But we so we were so caught up in this building and 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 making something that it is. So that that was a level. But then you start looking at again people's 
actions, how they do things and what, and it just, it has become a point to me where I believe the actual going to the building has become more ritual, legalistic ritual at that, as opposed to this is something we have to do as opposed to this is what we do in relationship with God. So I, I just, I'm not, I'm not in no rush to go to nobody's church right now. And I, I'm sorry. I will, I will talk with anybody. Um, I was supposed to meet with one of my buddies who's starting a church out here. I was supposed to have lunch with him this week. Just didn't get to it. Um, the guy that's the pastor at my previous church, me and him speak often. Um, no hard feelings. Love him like a brother. I just don't have no time to sit in nobody's building right now because I just don't feel the authenticity. You know, COVID shutting things down for, for me, for us, Mm-hmm. brought that to light. It yeah. brought what I was committed to within my faith. Yeah, I was committed to the ritual of going to the building and my connection, my spirituality felt strong or weak based on the number of times I was consistently showing up in the building and my face being seen. And I yeah. think that that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. I probably connect now more because we haven't been in the building because I've had to be more intentional about how do I still get my spirit fed? Yeah. I get up every Sunday and I watch the virtual service and I go to Sunday. I go to, I've gone to Sunday school in the past year, in the past year, more than I've gone in the past 20 years. Yeah. And it's probably because you just made the decision to go and be there on your own. It was yeah. so I had to be there because if I'm not there, Pastor John ain't gonna see me and I'm gonna be a sinner all of a sudden, or I sing on the praise team, and if I don't show up this week, it's gonna look like I, nah, it was none of that. It was it was yo, I need to go hang out with my father. I need to get up and I need to get fed. Yeah. My soul needs to get fed because that's what I realized was lacking, and that was most important to me. But yeah. again, we could be committed, is the level. I've been going to church since I was a kid. No knock on, on my mom, but a lot of us, we go to yeah, church because our church. parents took us. That's, we grew up in the church. Was, yeah. But at some point, you as an adult have to decide what you and your spirit need. And I needed my spirit to get fed, but I was committed to the ritual. Um, I wasn't committed to God. To God, yep. 100%. In that relationship. 100%. Levels. It's always that. It's always been that. And I don't know that people take opportunities to sit back running a business same dude i was talking to earlier this week you talk about levels he's he's got a side business and i said the company you work for one they bribe you with your salary to keep you there mm-hmm. that's what business is all about i need you to work for me for my dream rather than working on your own the company you work for is actually teaching you how to run a business if you take a step back and pay attention from start to finish. They're showing you how do they generate leads? What is their process for converting them? What are all the departments that are needed to support this business? A lot of people are working for a company that they are very skilled in. They are experts in And maybe they're experts in a particular segment, but they still are cross-trained in a bunch of different departments that really and truly, if they wanted to, go work hard a little bit, they could go run a business just like this for themselves. Mm. And they know exactly the elements that they need, but they never took a step back to go, all right, 
from A to Z, what's needed to run this? The blueprint's right in front of us. We've been, we've been all working for somebody. Unless you came out as an entrepreneur, we've been all working for people, for blueprints. We've all had blueprints in our hands for how to run a business. Every mm -hmm. element. And yo, that's exactly, for me, was the bigger take from, from the week, which is how I arrived here because it's been levels and exactly. So I'm going to take it a step further. You get in the mindset, I'm going to go start my business. I think in that next phase, what happens is whether you quit the other job or you didn't, you actually start another job and not start a business. Mm. Levels. Mm. Because in, in running the business, if you're involved in the day-to-day -day operations, basically a business, a true business, is when it runs whether you're there or not. And you go yep. back to your example where you have the blueprint. Your managers ain't down there doing the making of phone calls. Your managers is looking at logistics. Your managers looking at this, that, the third, the fourth, the fourth. Same thing with your business. Most of us move and that step to I'm a start a business is critical. Don't get I, I do not want to deter anybody from start your business because if you're not working for your own dream, you're working for somebody else's dream. Yeah. But yeah. the next level is the scale and you get that business to run as a business to where it's, if you, it's not a second job. It's an actual business. So that business system, that business is running. So now you're off trying to figure out how to get more revenue, how to start yeah. more money, how to start new businesses, where to take yeah. the money from that business to grow a next business. Yeah, and That's the level. There's levels to this, bro. Scope. Level. What you're describing is scope. And as a business owner, scope is it, within the leadership development training that I received over years, there's this research that talks about scope and it talks about it compared to other behaviors. Scope is the one behavior that you need a balance of across the board, meaning you can be 50 feet uh, perspective, respond in the moment, be here and now, uh, operate uh, with little trust and, and work off of self-preservation but you also have to ha have to have the ability to bounce out and look at it from 50,000 feet and have this high level perspective on gaining efficiencies and making sure your systems are running properly mm. and you're scaling the business mm. and business owners have to develop that skill from 50 feet to 50,000 feet. Yeah. Yep. Got to be able to do it. And you're right. That is the next level. That's the next level. So there's that is the next level. There's, there's levels. There's levels to everything we do. You know, like you think about this. You know, did you know JC's net JC Jay Z's net worth jumped by forty percent two weeks ago? <laughs> what did he do? What happened? He sold title. He sold his majority share in title. Mm. Now, one person may look at that man. He giving up his ownership. Da, 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 da. Levels, guy levels what's the next level from owning majority share title is the access of that he has with the other people and it goes back to the other thing that last week and this was the other thing from last week's conversation that stuck with me sometimes being first doesn't always mean go start your own sometimes being first just means all right we're going to do this partnership because it's going to help me grow but i'm in a whole different lane like mm -hmm. um from that deal with title Nine other artists 
um, titles like a billion billion dollar company. Nine other artists made six million dollars from that deal. Mm. JC, when he sold his stock, and when he sold his shares, because when he started title, I think something like nine, I think that's the number, but they had a stake in the company. So now whatever they sell, they just made money off of a move JC Jay Z made. Wow. Levels, man. Levels. Wow. Like it's 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 um, but again. Jay Z ain't programming nothing on title. He ain't he ain't creating no playlists or, or, or doing no programming so y'all can stream music. Yeah, he, he's out doing doing. He's in the board meetings making decisions, yeah. trying to figure out how to get this more money. They say the higher you move, the less decisions you should be making. However, the level of importance of the decisions that you do make. Yes. increases yes. as the higher you climb. The grunt work decreases, the scale increases. The scale Levels. definitely increases the, the... Levels. You Levels. can't work in your business. You got to work on your business. On your business. That's yep. the level. Levels. So, yeah, that, that, that's, that's what it is, man. It's just, um, you know, I just, I, I just want people to be successful and um, to start thinking that, that you'll, you'll start thinking bigger living bigger, dreaming bigger, and, and, and understanding that where you at now, you're not supposed to be there a year from now. You know, that's, that's, that's it. To go with that, let's, let's close out, but we're going to close out with some instructions. Yeah. Specifically for the audience. And it's through a quote. Listen closely. I want you to never apologize for your decision to elevate your thoughts, upgrade your standards, or separate yourself from those who are interrupting your greatness. Listen closely to those instructions. Never apologize for your decision to elevate your thoughts, upgrade your standards, or separate yourself from those interrupting your greatness. Never apologize for that. That's how you elevate. That's how you upgrade. That's how you go to the next level. So we had this conversation today about what the levels are, and everybody's now wondering, so how do I do it? And that's it. Elevate your thoughts, upgrade your standards, and separate yourself from people who are trying to disrupt your greatness. Like we always say, go live life on purpose. Go be great. Coach Vic, Doc, we out. I'm running for